Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. Okay, episode five of The Rings of Power. What'd you think, Chad? Oh man, it was okay. Okay. Kind of, okay. It was kind of boring. <laughs> it was super boring. Super what are you boring. talking about? <laughs> but I think it was it was like the calm before the storm. I think next yeah, episode yeah. we're gonna get a really, really good one. Yeah, at the end of this one, I really got that feeling of like, wow, I'm so sad that I'm not binging this right now because just uh I I don't know. That episode kind of bummed me out. It was it was okay. It was all right. It was um there were some really high points. Uh Poppy's song that she was singing during I that. I love that it song. It was so good. They called the callback to the not all who wonder wander are lost thing. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I liked all of that a lot. So and the landscapes good. were so beautiful and it was just ah, yeah, it was that just, whole map scene while she was singing where yeah, like you're going to the map to different really, spots that they're really traveling. Like, what a clever cool magic filled montage yeah that was uh that was one of the high points for me for sure i will say the orc song though maybe not so cool i uh (laughs) i wrote down the (laughs) i wrote down the lyrics here to the orc song oh yeah definitely and they are wait there can't be lyrics to this it's ah ah fa ra ra (laughs) ooh ooh. (laughs) it's the black speech that's what it sounds like Yeah, and then also as far as high points go, like I'll definitely say like the Durin Elrond stuff is all still great. Durin is hands down my favorite character in this whole show. One hundred percent. Like followed by Elrond, uh, but also Elrond, I thought he would take a little bit more time to break his oath than literally one episode. Wow. Wow. Like, but but he did do it because I was I had the same thought I was like Elrond man dude, uh, we were just talking about how disappointed we were but he did the right thing in immediately confronting Durin and telling him like hey I did break the oath and I think I'm here for Mithril as opposed to just but help. he should have gone to Durin right after his conversation with Gilgalad and not after his conversation with Celebrimbor where he shows Celebrimbor the Mithril he wasn't supposed to show anybody definitely. So what the hell, Elrond? Yeah, like, I don't know. I I get it, but I also yeah. I don't know. But it, it was really cool of Elrond to say like, he he came clean, right? You know, so, so in like a really cryptic way, he was like, "I have not come for friendship, but ambition." Though I did not know it, it was like, yeah. man, that's a really cryptic way of saying like your king tricked you <laughs> into tricking yeah. Durin. <laughs> I did like Durin's whole ruse with the table, though. That was oh really funny. Like, Deesa wanted a new table. Yeah, that was He's perfect. Like a prince. He doesn't have to even buy a table, you know, but whatever. But he wants that one. I know he could have caused like a whole like diplomatic <laughs> conflict. <Yeah. or> something. <laughs> I felt like a little reckless. I did really like his saying, which I'm going to be using henceforth myself, which is enough of the quail sauce. Give me the real meat. <laughs> give me the real meat. What was the exact quote? Give me the meat and give it to me raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's about to become a meme. <laughs> yes. I just like the quail sauce. So like I said, pretty decent spots in this episode. It's just, Oh my God, it's so slow. Like the mystery box. Ugh. Like I just, I'm getting pretty sick. Like, I mean, we're more than halfway through this show. I'm getting pretty sick of just not really knowing what anything is. You know, this would be it's a better just show watching this one episode a week is pretty painful, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like Sauron's sword hilt thing, it's like, oh, cool, are we going to get an answer on this? And it's like, we kind of do, but it, now it's a key, so it's like, right. okay, well, we're still kind of in the same spot then, because like, oh, what the hell is this thing for? You know, right? A key that was like very conveniently immediately right where they camped, right? And it's like, what is it doing in an elven tower? Here, check this out. It's like, move these branches. And yeah, there it is. That was like, really what? weird. That was really, really weird. I don't get that. There's some real low parts for me on this. And it was believability. Just in some of the yeah. scenes, we get Bronwyn, right? In one scene, she's delivering a rousing speech. We can do this. 
And then here's the key. We're doomed and we need to go submit to the evil ones. Like what? I'm going to go ahead and defend Bronwyn here though, because like she, I mean, she looks down and sees like this giant, basically like an army basically on their front door. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I feel like that would kind of, I felt it from her, but with that first speech that she gave while it was rousing, then that, that old guy says basically the same amount of words. And then everybody goes with him. Right. Like Like immediately, like no one's going to like pack their camp or anything. Like, nope, I got all the stuff I need on my person. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. I did like the conversation between uh, Arendir and Theo. I thought that was pretty nice when he was like, it took me 200 years to get really good with this and find bravery and all that stuff. And you did it in 14. You know, it was like a huge compliment to this kid. Yeah. And I'm glad the kid made the decision that he did to show Okay, him. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Okay. okay. Uh, do you think <laughs> Theo is Arendir's son? <gasps> he... Mm. Mm. Maybe. 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 Like, because we don't know. Like, Theo's dad is not in the picture. Arendir's been around for a while. Right. I don't know if him and Bronwyn have been together for 14 or 15 years, but it doesn't said they haven't been. Right. It kind of seems like they've been like pre kissing stage. Well, and Arendir is really, he seems, he's saved Theo's life already once. Uh-huh. He seems pretty protective of him. I mean, he's protective of everybody, but. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm just seeing it. Yeah. I'm really glad they made the kid go down that road as opposed to like going down the evil road. Right. I know. Now, I, you know? I had that thought like right when, when that. When the old guy was like, come with me, Theo, let's go. In my head, I was like, dude, go. Like, that'd be such a cooler part of this story if, <laughs> if like, Theo turned evil. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, it's not going to happen. I mean, but... I did make the prediction he was going to become the Witch King earlier. So, no. <laughs> which still might happen. But I Maybe. Know. I don't know. Because, yeah, I, I'm wrong about Halbrand, I think. Uh, I thought Halbrand was the Witch King. But I'm pretty uh, sure I'm pretty sure Halbrand is Sauron. You think Halbrand is Sauron? Yeah, I've got some stuff to back it up, too. Halbrand is Sauron. Like, yeah, the guy think, in Numenor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Sauron. What? Why? Okay, so he's he's really good at smithing. Okay. Well, and Sauron uh, learned Doesn't smithing. Does he get Kellen to smith for him? It's, it's tough because this show is not super reflective of the Silmarillion, so it's like it's tough to back up my predictions with stuff from the lore uh, when they're not really like super sticking to the lore. Um, right. Which I don't really I don't have a problem with them not sticking to the lore, but it's just hard to make predictions because I don't know what they're going to keep and what they're not. They even have the ability to keep. You know what I mean? But anyway, right. I think. Making Halbrand like this really incredible smith. I mean, you saw the sword that he made. It's like amazing. It was really cool. Yeah. It's not just that he's like a pretty decent smith and he's just looking for work. He's like a blue collar guy, like looking for work. He's really, <laughs> really amazing at it. And Sauron, he was a Maya for Aule, who's a Vala, who is like the smithing guy. Kind of like a, like Hephaestus uh, for the Greeks. Yeah, Sauron kind of like trained under Aule. So there's that. And then he also apologizes for Galadriel's brother and like that super intense scene between him and Galadriel uh-huh. and this, in, the, in the blacksmith. I think there was a lot more behind that apology because they kind of like froze on him for a second and it was like this real they kind of like you know emphasize wasn't Sauron like an elf kind of before like 20 years that's what I thought yeah I, I thought don't know Sauron was the guy that inspects the crater that we get in that little cut scene with the three people dressed in white no oh, who are those maybe I don't know you're wrong I mean I'm not yeah <laughs> how the hell would I, think, I know I think Halbrand yeah. is like a king of old mm, I think Halbrand is Sauron I don't know it's wow okay but, okay but it might not be because uh, it would be really lame if Galadriel was in some part responsible for bringing Sauron back to Middle Earth when he didn't want to go in the first <laughs> yeah, place. Never do she that. like totally browbeats him into it. But I mean, she's her heart's in the right place. Obviously, she's not right. like she's not like she knows it's Sauron. But it would be oh. kind of like funny for her 
to be like, ah, am oh, I the baddie? Shucks. Like, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad, guys. What do you think about their decision to not show us the council decision to go? I thought that was fine. Me too. It would have been a lot of talking, and I think we need to we need to move everything along. I thought they filmed it and then they cut it. Maybe, yeah. That was a pretty good bit of editing, at least showing like Halbrand's little pouch thing with the design on it or whatever. Like sitting on the table, he kind of like leaves it there. A pretty decent amount of time passes and then he grabs it again and it's like, okay, that explains oh, I everything. Didn't think it like, was him. Oh, really? That was him. Oh, I thought it was stolen. No. <laughs> Doesn't he go out straight and then someone grabs it from the side? Well, maybe, but like I think that was kind of the show's way of, sh- of saying he's good, he's down to go, everybody's fine, what? we're leaving now. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I fully thought that someone stole it because we see That'd him. Be like a whole other storyline that we don't need. That's so confusing, though. Like they see him walking out the front, and then a few seconds later, someone grabs it like real quickly from the side. I can see why you think that's coming a different Uh, entrance. What? (laughs) He changed his mind after he turned a couple corners. Weird. (laughs) Then he went back in in through the back door and grabbed it. Yeah. Okay. Man, that was a really confusing bit of cinematography. I'm glad you got that because I was like, someone stole it. I literally have it in my notes. Who does Evan think stole? Oh, wow. You wrote it in your notes. (laughs) No, that'd be like in the sixth episode. Like, all right, now we got to figure out who stole Halbrand's pouchy thing. That was him settling on what he was going to do. Odd. Odd <laughs> cinematography. Like I said, what have him come run back in through the entranceway? We just saw him leave through. It was it was to fool us, you know. Yeah, I guess. Maybe have like some time, like have it be like evening uh, outside, man, then that's morning. So funny. Oh man, that was really confusing. <laughs> okay. Another thing that I was like, what is one minute Elf King is like at a super lame little pre-written speech thing with 14 elves. The war is done. We are complete. It's all good. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. And then, like, this tree isn't doing quite as well as it should be. All of the races are doomed for sure 100%. Everybody. What? What are you basing this complete 180 degree shift in your opinion on? Something's obviously wrong with the tree. Right. Right. But like one tree. But he is definitely jump. I think, okay, here, like, we're going to get into There's this. A lot of doom this is interesting. I think the whole elves are dying and we need Mithril thing is just a ruse. I think it's just Gilgalad and Calabrimbor of like want mithril for smithing yeah. and they're they're like taking advantage of elrond's good relationship with the dwarves i think they're already working for sauron to forge the ring <laughs> i don't know if Gilgalad is but i don't know i don't understand how mithril would help with the light of the eldar and stuff i don't know they didn't explain any of that that's why i think it's like a fabrication they just want to use it and right, they, I think they just need it for the rings. And if that's true, then Gilgalad really guilt tripping the hell out of not cool. Yeah, really, really manipulative right there. But I mean, I could be wrong about that, but it just all seemed really shady. And, oh, yeah, manipulative. But there is a blight. There's some kind of thing. Right. I don't know. That could be attributed to a bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah, it just seemed weird to me that everyone in this episode, when someone else tells them this needs to happen or all goodly races will die for sure, no one, not Durin nor Elrond asks, and why do you think this? Like, why? What are, like, the mechanics behind this? Yeah. What led you to believe that? There's really no reason for Elrond not to trust uh, Celebrimbor or Gilgalad. But still, in order to break his vow, he'd want to know why, Totally, yeah. That's what I'm saying, is that he does break his vow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He just does it. Like, the first part of that scene is Celebrimbor handing that piece of Mithril back to Elrond. So Elrond did show Celebrimbor that Mithril when he wasn't supposed to. Right. It was like not cool. Elrond. I know we're kind of tearing this apart and I love doing it, but uh, that one part with like the, the elf and the uh, Balrog and the tree and everything. Oh, that was radical. That was awesome. That was really cool. I like that, that a lot. That was super radical. That was another high point for me. Yeah. Another high point for me was the queen 
making because I was like kind of undecided about whether or not I'm like down with her leadership. Is she doing a good job? Is she not of the Numenorians? Um, but she decided to delay a whole evening before taking before yeah. making a decision. Muriel's I was like, really Why cool. Move like that was a leader move right there. She's like, I know there's some other things going on here, and people have some personal like yeah. wants. So I'm gonna take a night to really think it over. I was like, yeah, that's great. Now don't be pushed around by your people, you know. Yeah, I like Muriel a lot. I I wish we could see some more of her. She seems to be kind of in this show in service to Galadriel right now, and by in service, I mean kind of just like she's always in the same conversation as Galadriel, except for that one scene with her dad, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, let's go over the Harfoot stuff as we oh, start yeah, to the Harfoot yeah. stuff. That was uh, they were more than just a pretty song. That's for sure. They were. I really wish that we could find out who this guy is. Me too. So we can at least just have one thing. We need some answers. Give us some. But how would we though? You know what I mean? That's another thing too. Is like the Harfoots don't know who anybody is. <laughs> they're just yeah. Harfoots. They're they're nomads. They're they're just trying to survive. So I don't know what mechanic we would use other than him literally saying that he's Gandalf. Well, you know what I mean? Plus he's a new character, one that we don't know of and hasn't been introduced to us in like the whole all of Lord of the Rings yet. If he is someone that we know though, he's probably got some type of branding. You know, like everyone's known for something. So like have him have an affinity for white cloaks, or you know, he sees a tablecloth and it's like, mm, you know, or something that gives us some like. <laughs> You know, a like, little bit of inkling. I thought he was going to turn that tree branch into a staff. Oh. I think that was going to be like a good nod to it, but he didn't. He just like slammed his hand See, down on the ground. About, that would have been great. And then he's yeah. like, oh, Gandalf's staff. Boom. Now we know. Yeah. And he's like icing over his hand and stuff, that which, by weird. the way, Nori. Don't grab a strange giant person's hand while he's like chanting in a different yeah, language and turning stuff to you. ice. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Now, do you think that she's going to manifest powers because of That's that? That's what I thought. Yeah, maybe that would be really like, interesting. chemical plant that's spilled yeah. next to her, you know? I want more of Nori and uh, Eleanor and Poppy. I yeah. really want more of them. I like the Harfoots just fine, but they all kind of seem like one Harfoot right now, you know, <laughs> except for Eleanor and Poppy who are really cool. And I just want them to, I've wanted this since like the second episode. I just want them to break off and go on their own adventure and do their own thing. And they yep, just the still haven't. Two Harfoots. That's my whole problem with this episode is that we're on episode five. We're almost at episode six of eight episodes. And it's just like, it really doesn't feel like it's really going right, anywhere. So we're going to get one cool thing that happens during this, which is going to be the end of sequence. Yeah, I mean they're basically in the same spot they were yeah. in Numenor. They were they're they're in the exact same spot, pretty much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're they're just like we're going. Like the whole you Numenor know? thing should have been two or three episodes. <sighs> I don't know. Numenor looks really cool. <laughs> That's the Numenor thing. The backup, really like everything cool. else of this show, is like, oh my god, it looks so cool. Everything looks <laughs> so good. The armor looks so like the 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 Numenorian armor when they're getting on that boat and they're all in the, the white like fish scaled armor and then Galadriel oh coming oh, up on the boat. Great, oh, Matt. she looks so cool and it's just, yeah. it's one of those things where I can't take my eyes off of this show. I just can't. It looks so amazing. The music is so good. The action scenes are really good, but then you get people in here talking to each other and it's just like a snail's pace. Like it just uh -huh. brings, it just grinds the whole show to a halt sometimes. It just feels very uneven right now. It doesn't feel like it's kind of like grasped a really cool concept and is moving forward with it. I don't so know what the concept is. 
pieces, like pieces floating around. Yeah. It still has like second episode vibes. Yeah, it does. On the fifth episode, on the fifth, five hours five in, hours. Yeah, man, we should we should be way far. I away. think there's too many storylines. I think that's I the agree. thing. I think if it would have focused in on like two or three storylines and just kept and just really fleshed those out, it would have been a much more interesting show. And it still yeah. is an interesting show, but it's just it's skipping around so much. I, I hardly have time to like sit and enjoy a scene and like be with people that I am trying to get to know uh-huh. before it jumps off to something else you know so it's like oh we're with the Harfoots and this mystery man they're being chased by wolves and stuff and it's like this is really cool and then it jumps to Farazan's like son they're like a thing now yeah, oh my gosh we did not need that or she had to persuade that guy to persuade his dad to persuade Muriel to like not go- and it's just like what the hell is going on why are there so many people in this like Isildur really wants to come aboard but like he's not honorable enough because all, all the things that have been he's gotten have been given to him because of his station and he has to like rescue this guy in the water who's gonna light the boat on fire for some reason but is still super pissed off even though he lights the boat on fire and gets saved <laughs> it's like but so like wow. Isildur is good to go now because yeah, like, yeah. his that dad's guy? like oh you rescued the guy okay yeah, Cool. Also, like, fine. what were you doing on the boat? Didn't ask at all. Yeah, Doesn't matter. Ask, nope, but nope, as long totally as cool. as long as the seal door is uh, shoveling horse poop, it's like totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Also, I hate you forever and always. But now, after I hit the hit you three times in the face, it's all good. We're brothers again. <laughs> yeah, but then he even says, "Yeah, he but doesn't. I'm still not letting you go." <laughs> I felt so bad for a seal door. I know. A seal door is a weird character. They're really he is. They're really going for like that kind of like dopey early 20s like oh yeah this wants to make something yeah but you know it's like, I always like more that time arc. with yeah, him yeah i'm a sucker good, for that I arc like i don't care yeah like, <laughs> yeah i just want more time with i want more time with every character group thus we should either combine yeah, some and we're or not getting very some, much you know did you catch that adar seemed kind of annoyed when that old man yeah thought he was sorry he seemed kind of annoyed he made him kill a dude it was interesting yeah I'm so glad they yeah. didn't show that. Thank you, showrunners. For, we, did we didn't not. need it. We didn't need to see it. This isn't Game of yep. Thrones. This yep. isn't. We don't. It's fine. Like we get it. Thank you for not showing that. I don't want to see this guy kill like that, that kid. The Waldreg's speech lift us from the muck and the filth. Like, have you seen the camp that you're walking into, man? To call this place like <laughs> squalor and filthy would be generous. Like, really <laughs> I think works. he meant like the like the figurative yeah, muck, muck and filth. Even then, maybe not though. Yeah, this is definitely my least favorite episode so far i still like the show i'm still obviously keep watching it i really enjoy it for the most part man like let's let's get a move on y'all let's button some stuff up and get to some other interesting things because one burning eagle is not enough to get me through six episodes i still think aaron deer catching that arrow that too yeah (laughs) that was so awesome so awesome yeah not a lot of action in this episode which is fine i'm cool with like you know not a bunch of action. I mean, Galadriel's fight against like six people. It sucks because I feel like that that part was just not very well choreographed, in my opinion. I mean, you know, obviously, like Galadriel is a thousands year old like right. warrior. Stands to reason she would princess. be awesome. Like I would, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and be like she couldn't have taken all those people because, like, yeah, she could have. But the choreography was weird. Like there were people that were just standing in place behind her. Behind her, there were. It was just like they were just waiting for her to keep moving. I think I would have appreciated a scene where she was actually literally instructing yes. these kids instead of just. You know what I mean? Like whoever cuts me first, it's like, well, how are they yeah, learning anything right now? I mean, she's such a crazy intelligent elf who has had so much experience with battle. And it's like, this is a perfect opportunity to actually teach. Right, like they learned how to twist a sword. Cool. I mean, she didn't even say like, all right, see what I just did there? When I, when I flicked the sword out of his right. hands, like this is how I did that. 
you know, and she's like, here's how you skewer an orf. And she just did what you would do to like literally anything if you wanted to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I felt like that that was kind of a wasted opportunity scene. Yeah. It was kind of clumsy. And I think Galadriel's like too cool of a character to like have that sort of clumsy uh-huh. scene for. And like I've trained in knife fighting for 10 years and I've fought like three people at the same time. And that is so difficult. Like it is ridiculous. Donkulously difficult. Seven is impossible. Like, I don't care. You could be million years old, perfect, excellent. So, but like, if seven people stab you at the same time, you're not going to make it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Galadriel, though. I don't know. Like, if anyone yeah, could do I wish, it, it's like you said, I wish they would have used it as a chance to show us her educating as opposed to her how awesome she was. Like, we get it. She's already awesome. You could have just done both. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm a little bummed out. Like, yeah. I will say, as bummed out as I am about that particular episode maybe that was like that was a dip in the season and a lot of tv seasons have that look at like stranger things season two that weird episode where al goes to like chicago or whatever oh this is like this episode that like totally lifts like right out of everything and it's just really weird there's a couple episodes like that in the witcher too where i felt like like nothing really happened it it happens in uh breaking bad happens in game of thrones you know so i'm not saying the episode is like a a representation of the entire season because i've actually really enjoyed myself with this but damn like what a boring episode of television that yeah, was. Yeah, it was. It was like one warg throw was the only excitement we got in that hot entire episode, which was pretty cool. A warg throw? When the old uh, the old guy who we don't know who he is like picked the org up and threw him. Oh yeah, and then attacking. he did like the hand the hand slamming. Yeah, thing. yeah, and then he did the hand slam because he like first picked one up and tossed it aside and then did the hand slamming and, and telekinetic them all away, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I might rewatch it just for that song that poppy sings because that was that got me right in the feels same, man same i literally right have that in, in my notes i really like the um end credit song too it was really good yeah yeah the music is very oh, do you think that was the same person singing Kinda i do think similar. so yeah yeah and it was about time for a song you know yeah, straight up tolkien tolkien's got songs littered all through that stuff so yeah, too was, many yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just the right amount but yeah, I feel like, okay, uh, there's, there's song, a lot there's there's so many i think we're gonna get a real banger of an episode yeah this definitely one. felt like like you said at the beginning of this episode like the calm before yeah. the storm and it was very very calm so calm <laughs> but everything looks really Man, good does it ever and everything sounds really you know, good who's also looking <laughs> really good and really obvious is the king who's the elf king who sets out like i'm gonna go be a spy in my all in the woods you know and watch elrond it's like i'm in my all gold like full mail my all gold <laughs> cape, like, my all gold like sparkle helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even like behind a tree or something yeah. he's just standing nice there spy craft my guy <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up because uh, man, just getting petty is... now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh uh, man, I'm gonna go watch The Hobbit. Oh yeah, <laughs> watch that episode. <laughs> anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to mine and Chad's discussion for episode five of The Rings of Power. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts, Chad, on episode six when we talk about it next week. It's a cool show. It is a cool it's show. Happening. It's happening. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, your thoughts about it. Man, it better be. better be good. <laughs> well, if it's not, uh, the world will literally be exactly the same as it is right and now. And <laughs> Evan and I will be here with you to the end nonetheless. Everybody, thank you so much. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.